this and fancy free episode of We <laughs> Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I have one of your hosts. I have two feet and yeah. I've lost about 145 pounds. And with me today is Donald Weigel, also two footed and uh, footloose and fancy free. And I've lost, uh, we're just going to call it 100 pounds. We're going to round it. We're going to round it, and we're going to cut it, and that's it. That's all we have to say about it. But uh, this is a uh, an episode where we're going to talk about feet. So if you are a foot denier, if you are not interested in feet, yeah. don't listen to this. Donald's sister, let's call her Melissa, she doesn't like feet. Yeah. She doesn't We're calling the- her Melissa because that's her name. <laughs> we are. Uh, she doesn't like feet. So if you don't like feet... Just stop here. Just skip ahead. We've got 139 other episodes that you can listen to yeah. uh, that don't talk about feet, but this isn't one of them. Exactly. Uh, you know, um, my uh, my sister is uh, plagued by that, but uh, I wanted to point out to you and to the listeners that I do some serious research before every one of these episodes, and uh, I knew we were going to be talking about feet and foot health and the importance of walking uh, to our weight loss journey, and so... I looked up uh, the original Footloose, the movie. Yeah, um, came out in 1984. Get yes. ready to get ready to feel old. Okay, the remake of Footloose, yeah. which I feel like came out yesterday, just happened, is yeah. nine years old what? now. It came out in 2011. I bet there will be a new, new remake any yeah. moment. I, I definitely have gotten to the point in my life where. I don't like what kids do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we don't need our Footloose remake. We're living life with a Footloose. And now it's eight years old, and now I'm sure there will be another version, so. Probably. Uh, let's uh, let's get it going. Let's if you'd like it. a new Footloose, <laughs> we want to hear about it. A Footloose for this generation. Um, we, uh, we got an email. Catherine mentioned in the last episode that we've gotten a lot of wonderful emails lately, uh, people suggesting episodes, people asking questions, and uh, we're about to get into one of them. This was from a listener named Melissa, actually. Wow, there but, are Melissas on both camps. People I know. who want to talk about feet, people who don't want to talk about feet. Exactly. Melissa starts off her email with, hello, you beautiful and inspirational people. Yes. Yes is the answer, <laughs> and that's all we have time for. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like more episodes <laughs> like this... Um, she writes, long-time listener, first-time caller, that's which <laughs> is about the best way to open an email of all time. Um. I started listening to y'all around uh, when you posted Pump Up the Volume. Pump Up the Volume. volume. Which I will say, as I add some steamed veggies to pasta, I feel like I am cheating the system into free food. Amen. Exactly. I'm still not entirely sure on the difference between pumping up the volume and doctor doctoring. Can I explain? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I think she was joking. Uh, Doctor doctoring is modifying a recipe to make it more calorie friendly, like replacing applesauce with oil. Pumping up the volume is... Pumping up up the volume. volume. (laughs) Adding low-calorie foods to add uh, volume to delicious foods. Yes, and uh, we've got an episode called Dr. Doctor and another one called Pump Up the Volume, which you can listen to and enjoy if you're so inclined. Um, Anyway, my point, or my question rather, is I remember y'all talking about setbacks. Catherine, I think you had a bum foot for a while there. Same girl, same. <laughs> I don't know she if you ever need. Here. <laughs> I don't know if you ever need to say that again. But okay, let's just let's do it, in Melissa's voice. That's good. I am just trying to read what the listener wrote. <laughs> what Melissa wrote. I went from walking four miles a day to three weeks of bed rest. Took a lot of reminders that this isn't forever. That got me through. Yeah, that is uh, very true. Yeah. 
My question is how y'all went from couch to walking and you weren't complaining about blisters. My feet are wrecked. Okay, hold on. Again, if you don't like feet, stop listening now. Yeah. I'm just saying, Melissa, uh, Dawn's sister, stop listening right now. You're not going to like what comes next. I, You've already <laughs> downloaded it, so that gives us yeah, credit so for the listen. Fine. So um, just download it and move on if you don't want to actually listen. Um, so a- anywhere I can get blisters, my feet have them. Ankles, arches, toes, all of it. Uh, I-, I should invest in moleskin. So how do you two avoid this, and how did it affect uh, committing to the program Adventure Journey? Um, And uh, she goes on to say that she is down 25 pounds, which is wonderful. audience clapping and cheering. Um, And she says, thank you both for all your inspirational wisdom and being beautiful and funny and honest people. Again, yes, Yes. is the answer (laughs) to that. Um, And then she asked if we could give a shout out to her mom, Laura, who nagged her from episode one to get her to listen. How about we change nag to inspired her or or suggested? Oh, yeah. We need to to change uh, Hail of Shrapnel into Dewey Meadow. She's going to get in trouble. (laughs) We don't even want her to get in trouble. But thank you for the family of listeners. Thank you, Laura. You're obviously, you have uh, incredible taste and we appreciate you. Yes, indeed. But um, foot health is really important, and it's something that I definitely took for granted uh, back in the days of yore when I was uh, young and foot loose. Now yes. I'm foot full. What is the opposite of foot loose? I don't uh, know. Foot <laughs> tight? You, you know, <laughs> feet loose. Uh, but foot health is really important, and I know as a woman, as they <laughs> You're a woman? A woman. I definitely always fell into the don't wear comfortable shoes yeah. uh, model. I think working as a working woman in today's society, I definitely have worn uh, uncomfortable shoes, uh, impractical footwear for many years. And that didn't work out so well for me. <laughs> no. And and as a man <laughs> who is uh, traditionally cheap on things that matter, yeah. like I'll... <laughs> I like that you're outing yourself as being cheap. Well, it's just the thing where, like, I I collect a bunch of nonsense. Oh, yeah. And I will spend, like, ridiculous amounts of money on things like comic books or a drinking glass with a cartoon character on it. But then when it comes to buying, like, a nice pair of jeans, I refuse to spend more than, like, $19 on it. Well, isn't it, like, you just get stuck in the 1984 price? Like, kind of when the movie Footloose came out. Like, if gasoline costs more than 75 cents, he doesn't want it. I have done no research on None. this at all, but I, I do feel like that I have this theory that people get stuck on prices from a certain era yeah. in their lives. Back like in my day. I have this issue when I'm trying to book hotel rooms oh, for yeah. TV shows and producers are you know think that I can get hotel rooms in Los Angeles for fifty nine dollars a night because they got them, you know, back in nineteen ninety four at fifty nine dollars a night. And it's just like it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think that that is a big issue with perception. Um I know I uh, we'll talk more about proper footwear later on in the episode so you have something to look forward to. But I think this episode is really about investment. Sure it's about feet, but investing in uh, your foot 
foot health really matters in so many different ways. And to Melissa's question, we're going to give you uh, kind of a progression of tips and uh, and suggestions of how to manage your foot care. And even if you are one of those listeners who are like, what are you talking about? I can go for barefoot all the time and I'm totally fine. I used to be you and now I am not you. And prevention is, they say, the best medicine. An apple a day on your feet is the best way to manage your foot care. Um, But we're going to give you sort of a... (laughs) No, you're... (laughs) Took me a second, and uh, suddenly I apple a day. It's like, oh, yeah. it's a doctor away. So what we're saying is, wear apples on your feet. Yes, wear yeah. apples on your feet. But uh, but to Melissa's point, and uh, we're gonna go through this. So we did a little bit of googling on the interwebs uh, for some information on foot care because we don't have all the answers. But we found uh, a website, the Institute for Preventative Foot Health dot yeah. org. Uh, they're they're the scientists IP- behind feet. <laughs> I pfh.org. I'll link to it in the show notes. So the first step is prevention. The that first means- step. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see zing, what zing, you zing, did zing. there. Uh, is having short toenails, making sure nothing is sharp and disgusting, uh, making sure you have blister tape, band-aids. And also, I, I actually use these. This is, you know, we're talking about feet, so here we go. Yeah. There are actually these little kind of toe sleeve things, kind of rubbery things that you can put on toes if your feet rub in weird ways. Um, you can put those on. There's a whole foot section of the grocery store or the Rite Aid that you can go to to, yeah. uh, to to just slather your feet with protection before you get out there. I definitely have worn uh, bad shoes in the past and have ended up with foot issues or, uh, you know, kind of was in denial about my, my foot care in the past. Um, so those definitely help uh, keep your feet intact. Yeah. And getting back to me being super cheap and not wanting to spend money on everything, um, I, I really, I decided a few years ago that the investment in good shoes was a hundred percent worth for it. For sure. And the you know, big part of this for me at least is footwear, footwear, footwear. Wow, and he said it three times. I did. That must mean it's serious. And I used to think that and look, let me back up a second. I know there are people out there struggling to make rent and you, yeah, you need to work within your budget. Right. We are possibly in a place of privilege here, um, and you know there are, not everybody can do this. But I used to think a thirty or forty dollar pair of sneakers was exactly the same as a hundred dollar pair of sneakers. They're not, and they are not. And um, I I wear Brooks sneakers, and I found them, and I love them, and they treat my feet wonderfully. And I also replace them regularly. Yeah. If you go online, most of the um, most of the websites say that you should replace your shoes about every, uh, you know, like 400 miles ish or so. And I calculated out three to three to 500 miles. They say I calculated it out. I have a reminder on my calendar and I just buy new pairs. When I hit that mark, I don't question it. I don't argue with myself about spending the money. I just do it because I have to wear I mean, I have to wear my feet. I have to have my feet for the rest of my life. At least, hopefully, I will have them for the rest of my life. And it's important to me to keep them in tip-top shape. And it also, it's all of my legs, like having the good shoes uh, really helps all of that. Yeah. I know our friend, uh, Nicole, friend of the show, friend of friends, uh, Nicole got into walking before we did. Must be nice. And I remember her saying that she went through her, you know, 10th pair of running shoes in a year just for walking. Yeah. And 
I did the, you know, must be nice. Boy, that's a lot of money to spend. But guess what? Prevention. Yeah. She is investing in her feet. And it took me, you know, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm not as cheap as Donald. Um, <laughs> but I, but I was like, oh no, I can, you know, I can have one pair of shoes for a long time and it'll be fine. And it turns out that when you replace your pair of shoes and you put them on, you go, oh, that's what a good pair of yeah. shoes feel like. Yeah. And also I buy, well, I buy what I think are nice insoles. Catherine ah. gets like insoles to a whole nother level. I, on top of, oh, and I didn't even mention like Brooke's shoes are typically in the 100 to about $130 range, um, which isn't even that expensive for shoes. Like there are shoes that are way, way more expensive than that, but I find that they are great for me. And then I put a $20 pair of insoles uh, in them and I change the insoles even more often than I change the shoes. Right. And And that really helps me. But it is an investment that I think is worth doing. Right. And I wear Hoka One One. I'll say that seven times fast. Donald will put it in the show notes. Yeah, I don't know how to spell it or say <laughs> it, but um, but I wear Hoka running shoes, and they are they probably give me three or four inches of lift because they are so uh, thick and cushiony. Uh, but you can go to a running store like Runnergy or. Um, Roadrunner. There's lots of running. Yeah. If it, if it has the word runner in the title, it's probably yeah, a store and, to go to. And even if you don't run, uh, buy running shoes. Walking shoes actually aren't meant for super long distance. Uh, and running shoes are kind of uh, better for, for foot care. So I've heard. Some of those stores will have you like walk on a treadmill and, and they can tell you what kind of shoe is best for you based on the way that you, uh, that you step down. And I've actually never done that, but um, if you're really having problems and, you know, also another thing I don't think people think of is the socks part of this and, you know, wearing socks right. that actually fit you oh and my gosh. Don't, don't slip down and they're not old and loose and like making sure you replace those very often. Like I feel like I've gotten in the past, I've gotten a lot of blisters more from the socks I had on than from the shoes. Right. Well, I think that there's definitely, you know, you, you go to the store and there's a six pack of socks for $10 and then there's another one that's a two pack for $20 and you're like well I'm gonna spend $20 on socks what am I a Rockefeller it's the same it's the same thing but it's so important I need you know thin breathable arch support socks Um, I even tried a like an online brand that said that they were great and they were not great so you've got to test out socks to make sure because that can lead to uh, to a lot of moisture in your feet if you don't get the right kind it can lead to chafing Um, going back to in Insoles. I actually go to the walking company, which oh, is yeah. uh, uh, they have back in the before time. They had malls where they had shoe stores that you could yeah. go into. But I uh, wear a pair of eighty dollars insoles that uh, I got at the walking company that have they have different insoles for uh, people who have neutral feet positions, people who lean on the outer edges of their feet, the inner edges of their feet. Having arch support is so critical for me, and I've known that for a really long time. And I've worn my Hoka's and appropriate socks and it has really helped. But part of that too is just knowing that your foot care really does matter. And I know it seems like a big investment at first. And again, Donald talked about, you know, going within your budget, but the prevention of having good footwear matters so much. Like I used to think that it was 
indulgent to buy expensive footwear. But considering like we don't have gym memberships, we don't have Bowflex machines or like personal trainers, we're putting our money into our feet. I mean, really, when you think about it, with all the Bowflex machines we haven't purchased, (laughs) like we can afford to buy uh, extra shoes. But if you think about it, like back in the day, like those, do you remember those Easy Spirit commercials back in the 80s with the women in business suits playing basketball? Like, looks like a pump, feels like a sneaker. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. Thanks. I'm uh, pretty amazing. But like, I used to think, yeah, like, yeah, good enough was good enough. Sure, I can, you know, go for walks wearing pumps. I actually went, this is uh, shameful. I had a business trip up in Seattle a couple of years ago and wore flats that were supposed to be good for walking around. Yeah. You know, good around, walking around, easy spirit. I got back to my hotel after walking from downtown to the Space Needle and back and could barely walk i was yeah. a little bit bold about uh like sure i'll be fine i'm fit i've lost all this weight turns out should have worn my sneakers because it looks like a pump but it does not feel like a sneaker after walking eight miles yeah exactly oh one thing i forgot to mention um is a little tiny tip um i have been able to occasionally buy like last year's model of Brooks uh, and get a much better price on it, um, you know, closer to $80 than than 100 And it's the same good shoe. It's just that they've replaced, like they come they out always, with a new oh version gosh, so like, annoying. at least once a year of their shoes. Um, so I've been able to do that, which might be a way, you know, if you buy last year's model off of Amazon or, uh, or one of the shoe, uh, websites it uh, it can save you a little bit of money. Yeah. And the way you wear your shoes matters too. Donald gets, oh, no, he doesn't get annoyed. He is very supportive of me stopping on our walks 90, maybe a hundred times yeah, to adjust, like that. adjust the, the tongue of my shoe. Yeah. Per mile. The or, tightness. And, and I like your feet are attractive to uh, little pebbles and rocks. rocks I get yeah. so many things, small, uh, all the time, small woodland creatures go into my, yeah. my shoes. <laughs> yes. but the way you wear your shoes matters. The tightness of the laces, the position of your socks, like Donald said, making sure that you have socks that don't fall under your heel. I, uh, my, my feet are kind of different sizes a little bit and one sock always goes under my heel and the other doesn't. So investing in the pair of socks, not for fashion, cause people don't want, they want no show socks, but a lot of times those don't work. So finding the, uh, the appropriate sock length to make sure that your feet are dry and comfortable and not chafing, it matters. Cause we still have issues if we walk far enough where our feet hurt. So it's just, it's about, it's about preparation and uh, proper, proper positioning. So. Yeah, for sure. And then let's talk a little bit about how we walk with our feet. I think and, that's a great idea. Um, so when we started walking, and this is for anyone who um, is just starting out, we have episodes like uh, the step episode and walk this way where we talk about getting in steps. We also have the sneaking in st- steps uh, yeah. is very important, but part of it is starting out slowly and not pushing yourself too far, not buying those new pair of shoes and then suddenly walking 10 miles. Yeah, a lot of people make the mistake of going from being sedentary, being on the couch to trying a 10-mile walk or or more, and then they just get wrecked, and then they don't want to do it again. Yeah, and when we started out, we, you know, we've talked about it before, we started walking our daughter to school, and at that point, I was wearing $60 Sauconies or something like that that I thought were fine, Um, but then I 
I invested more money in it. But it's that starting out slow, not pushing yourself too hard. I know when I started walking, there was a neighbor who wanted to go on a walk with me and her pace was maybe double what I was comfortable with. And I was so uncomfortable and so like just trying to keep my breath and like being able to have a conversation. And it turns out advocating for myself. And I should have said, hey, you know what? This pace is a little much for me. Can we slow down? But that pride kept me from being honest about what I was capable of. And I have to watch that now too, being in better shape now of not – Um, making anyone else uncomfortable who can't keep up with me, being able to go at the pace of the slower person matters. So not trying to keep up with, you know, some fictional person because you're going to end up hurting your feet. Yeah, for sure. And, And we've talked about this with many, many things, you know, start where you are, but be consistent. If where you are is doing a five-minute walk every day at lunch, then commit, like, I'm going to do a five-minute walk every day at lunch and get used to purposeful movement and just slowly and gently add steps to your life, which is essentially what we did, and it ended up working out. Yeah, and also in that, and I I know when we started out using our Fitbits, I wanted to hit my 10,000 step goal. Yeah. And I I sometimes did that without wearing appropriate footwear. I, uh, we have sort of a a parking area carport and I went out at 11.55 PM to try to get those last 600 steps. And I was sort of walking prison yard style around wearing, (laughs) wearing flip flops at midnight. I'm sure the neighbors are like, Oh, she's definitely not crazy. And it turns out you were in a prison of your own making. I was, but I was wearing cheap flip flops and ended up hurting my ankle. And guess what? I couldn't walk for like two or three weeks after that because I was like, ah, it's late. I, I don't have time to put on shoes. I gotta go get steps. And wearing those flip-flops out uh, walking around at midnight led me to twisting my ankle and not being able to walk. So please be sure to wear the appropriate footwear when you're getting in purposeful movement because it really really took me back. And then I felt sorry for myself. And then it took a long time to get back up to speed. So yeah, even when you're sneaking in steps, um, you know, I used to be somebody who for vanity reasons wouldn't wear sneakers uh, to work. I would always wear um, sort of dressier shoes and it just does not work with my current lifestyle. And so I had to sort of suck it up and be the guy who, uh, who wears sneakers all the time. And you know what? No one has ever said anything. Like no one's no ever one been like, rotten garbage yeah, at you no or... one's ever been like, you know, you, you should really class it up and wear nicer, you know, well, nicer looking shoes to work. We went to a wedding and you wore your nicer pair of dress shoes and you're like, these are a prison of my yeah. own making. Well, yeah. How did I walk around in these? I know it's uh, it's really terrible once you get used to the uh, the nice uh, actual, you know, supportive, comfortable shoes. It's hard to go back. Well, and I think we. You know, in the in the past, I saw workout shoes as workout shoes. Yeah. And now I just see them as life shoes because I used to compartmentalize my health. Okay, I go to the gym and I wear my sneakers and then I wear – I come home and I wear really uncomfortable flip-flops. I wear, you know, nothing with arch support. I go to work wearing, you know – um, uncomfortable heels. And I used to think that that was okay. And it turns out that my foot health really matters all the time. I used to go for fashion, which is questionable if you look at my <laughs> wardrobe. 
But I used to worry. We have photographs, so. No, but like I bought a pair of beautiful high heels at one point that I wore in the Macy's. And yeah. I was like, oh, these are beautiful. They're wonderful. And then I wore them to a work event lasted maybe two and a half minutes on a marble floor. I yeah. thought I was going to you know, break my ankle. And I've definitely moved past that fashion over you know, fitness phase. Um, also, COVID, I guess, helps because I'm just home all the time. Yeah. <laughs> COVID, COVID helps. <laughs> you heard it here first. The local woman says COVID helps. But like your foot care matters all the time. So it's not just about going on the walk, but it's about caring for your feet at home. You know, and I think that we've changed our lifestyle too, to, you know, we don't just, we don't just have this exercise life where we're going to a gym for 30 minutes or an hour and then the rest of our life is separate. We've done episodes recently about neat and burning calories, um, you know, all the time. And it's now you know, wearing the the good footwear all the time, wearing the, you know, the footwear that's made for walking all the time is indicative of the lifestyle change that we have made. And it is now part of our whole life getting in movement and burning calories at every opportunity and not just relying on a a 30-minute burst of exercise here and there. Right. So, when you're at home, when you're not getting in that purposeful movement, it still matters to wear supportive footwear. When I last summer, I hurt my foot walking barefoot from the living room to the kitchen. Yeah. That that is my exciting, you know, if you if they were doing a documentary on me, the reenactment drama that they would have oh, yeah. to do would be like, no. <laughs> and like but I was just walking to the kitchen barefoot, that's all. And then I like to think you were like skiing away from a bunch of uh, villains oh, that yeah. were shooting at you or something. Yeah, instead, no, but... I was definitely on a on a black diamond uh, ski Some sort slope. of James Bond situation. But I used to be cavalier about my feet. And I walked to the kitchen barefoot and suddenly had a sharp pain. I think we had an episode last summer about it. Donald can link to it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, oh, my left foot. That's what it was called. Yeah. Um, but... I went and saw a podiatrist. Well, we'll talk about podiatrists a little bit later, but my podiatrist basically said, like, never go barefoot again. Like, don't do it. You have very bony feet. Yeah. Must be nice to have bony (laughs) feet. Um, But he suggested that I wear recovery sandals. Uh, Donald can post a link. Man, I'm just throwing out things Donald can do. I know, you're giving me homework left and right. (laughs) Uh, But I wear Ufos recovery sandals. There are other brands that have high arch support, Um, but I wear them basically all the time when I am not wearing my running shoes now. Um, Maybe a dress shoe here and there if we go out for fanciness, but Wearing these uh, recovery flip flops, basically with high arch support, Donald's scout. We go out for fanciness. We go out for fanciness. (laughs) I was trying not to interrupt you. (laughs) Sorry, but I wear my recovery sandals all the time. I cannot go barefoot when I do. Like that little tinge of foot pain comes back, and I do. Like I couldn't walk for three weeks. I couldn't even go to Target to look around last summer, and it was. Uh, sobering to know that it actually did matter. Um, so I wear, I've thrown out all of my flip flops with no arch support. Yeah. As cute as they might be, or the sandals <laughs> that are, are darling, I can't wear them. Uh, my feet really matter to me. So investing in those, and again, the, the Ufos uh, recovery sandals are about $50. Um, but I replace those regularly too, because 
it was really scary last summer to not be able to walk and uh, not be able to be an inspiracion. Yeah, I think that we also want to point out that if you really have persistent problems, if you really have something going on with your feet, your knees, whatever, A, don't push through the pain. Don't. Uh, you can make it worse. Um, I told a story not that long ago on the podcast where I tried to get 700 floors in a day and my knee really started hurting and I tried to push through the pain and it wrecked me for a couple of days and I couldn't do my proper walking. So it's the same thing with foot pain, like do not push through the pain. Um, And if you do continually have issues, please see a qualified professional, a podiatrist or at a minimum, start out by going to one of these running stores and have somebody really analyze what you're doing. But a professional podiatrist um, is your best bet. And that website that we talked about, the Institute for Preventative Foot Health, um, they've got a whole section there about how to find a podiatrist and um, the best way to find one in your area on your insurance and all of that. Yeah, but, you know, I I don't know. I, f- I felt like podiatry was for my grandma. Right, right. Like, honestly, because I used to take her to the podiatrist. And when my foot was hurting last summer, it was really clear that there was something really wrong with my foot. And there is a big part of me that just hopes it goes away. Don't worry about it. You know, right. just add, it'll, it'll get better. Just walk it off. And going to the podiatrist, he was super nice, really helpful. I thought that it was going to involve clamps and needles and like dangerous contraptions yeah and like uh some sort of medieval torture device exactly but he was just like oh you know what you need arch support all the time and don't wear cheap flip-flops anymore and also he suggested these uh metatarsal foot pad things that sort of help change the position of my foot i never would have known about them they don't sell them at rite aid yeah um but uh he gave me a pack of them and told me how to manage uh better foot care and so it really helped me get through uh kind of a scary situation where i couldn't walk i also have a uh, a heel spur i don't remember which heel it's in anymore but back probably 15 20 years ago um, i had a really hard time getting out of bed because i was so heavy and my circulation my feet were so bad and i had a terrible uh, foot pain and uh, went and had an x-ray I have a heel spur, and so that doctor suggested I wear sort of this donut, not an actual real donut, uh, but a, <laughs> a sort of a donut pad on my heel to make sure that it was taking the pressure off. So wait, do we wear apples on our feet or donuts on our feet? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but it matters to have professionals help you. We are two people sitting in our living room, maybe in our pajamas. You don't know. Yeah, you have no idea what we're wearing. But um, having professionals give you guidance matters. If you have persistent foot pain, like Donald said, if you have, and and like our, our listener who, uh, who wrote into us, um, if you are having continual issues, see a podiatrist. I know I saw something on the website that Donald mentioned about if you are diabetic, that foot care is even more important and having uh, lacerations or blisters can really impact uh, your feet if you have diabetes. Yeah. So please take it seriously. I know we we come with our tips and tricks and ideas, but proper foot care matters. And I think like we sort of said earlier, I used to see fitness as 30 minutes a day, but our foot health matters 
forever. All the time in everyday daily life. Yeah. And I, you know, I think my why has changed over time. When I started losing weight this last time, it was to be um, sort of a more dignified version of a parent for our daughter uh, instead of eating uh, behind cabinet doors and, you know, eating her food scraps. My my actual why now is my mobility and my ability to get around after having gone through that last summer of not being able to walk, having a knee injury in November. We live on the second floor. Being able to go upstairs matters. Yeah. And all of this mobility, your your foot health, your knee health, it all ties together. It's not just about a number on the scale. It's not about vanity. We have a neighbor who is elderly who's thin yeah but it is difficult for her to get upstairs for sure and it's not about the number on the scale it's about actually having muscle strength flexibility and stamina and that starts with proper foot care that starts with you know throwing out your jimmy chews you know how you have your jimmy (laughs) chews um i refuse to throw out my jimmy chews i'll tell you that right now yeah uh, a little carrie bradshaw in there from sex in the city but I am at the point now where the vanity part of my foot care is kind of out the door, and I have decided that having my recovery sandals, wearing my Hoka shoes, investing in the expensive insoles, it matters not only for fitness and looking super cool and rad, Yeah, but I want to be able to walk uh, a mile to pick up a refrigerator off of Roger. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, that's a, that's a callback that, to an old episode. Yeah. Um, but I want to be able to walk uh, into my 80s. I want to be independent. And that starts with taking care of my feet, being brave enough to go to a podiatrist, even if you think they're going to give you bad news, managing your nail health, your, you know, your foot health, it all really does matter. And this uh, isn't the the sexiest of of episodes to talk about. But after having been, uh, you know, on my back for three weeks waiting to be able to walk again, I know that this isn't a vanity project. This is a health project and it's going to last our entire lives. So please make the investment in as much as you can in your feet, in your health, stretch, Take Epsom salt baths, stretch out your feet, strengthen your legs. It all ties together to make a full package. And thank you very much for you listeners being the full package and uh, listening to this episode. We really appreciate you. And as Catherine said, you are super cool and rad you as well. You are super cool and rad. Thank you so much. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, or even if you didn't, there are uh, a bunch of others like it uh, wherever you found this episode. You can also find them all on our website at weonlylookthin.com. And you can go there and uh, click on join our support group to find out more information about our support group. Yeah, it's called Walt Place, W-O-L-T Place. It's a uh, support and accountability group for women. Uh, you can find out more information there. Uh, that, or you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at We Only Look Thin, or you can email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com if you have any questions or updates. Uh, we have a lot of, of emails from people that we're still trying to follow up on. Uh, so we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, we do answer we eventually. It might take us a bit, but, uh, you can be a hero just like Melissa who wrote in and, <laughs> uh, and asked us this question about this episode and, 
and uh, launched a thousand other episodes or something. Ship episodes, or yeah. feed episodes, something uh, like that. But uh, but yeah, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you if you have a spare moment and want to throw us uh, a few stars on uh, Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome. Or if you have a uh, time to rate and review us, it helps yeah, that get really the word out, out about our podcast. Uh, so you can find our uh, podcast on any podcast platform you can do that yes you can yeah so if you still are not sure whether this episode looks like a pump or feels like a sneaker (laughs) just remember that donald and i are an inspiration the information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only the hosts are not medical professionals You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.